Bismillah alhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Amma ba'd Ikhwani wa khawati assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Awalan we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one who gave us this opportunity to to take the chance to talk about Tajweed. Um, if I try to go ahead, our topic is, as you know, Tajweed, when we hear that word Tajweed means we're talking about the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, if you want to recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is the Quran, that revealed on the Prophet through Jibreel alayhi salam. So we must know Tajweed is very important. So number one, what is Tajweed? What is Tajweed? Tajweed, if you look linguistic, the Arabic um, linguistic as a language, it says At-Tahseen something you make uh, perfect and good. But when you come to the istilah that what ulama, uh, the scholars of Tajweed said about Tajweed is, is, a, is a knowledge or a science that teaches you the correct, the correct pronunciation of the words of the Quran um, within the Maharaj al-Huruf, the articulation points and the sifat, the attributes of the letters and also all the ahkam rules like inshallah later on we're going to mention what you learn in Tajweed, what you're going to cover of Tajweed but this is the science of the uh, the Quran and how to pronounce it. That's the Tajweed. Uh, the Tajweed ulama, they divide it into two. And they saying the Tajweed could be theory and practical. And another way, the ulama, as they say, ilmu diraya wa ilmu riwaya. Ilm riwaya means the knowledge of the theory. This is idhar, this is idgham, this is mad wajib al-muttasil, this is waqqafih, this heavy letter, this light letter, that's called ilm al-diraya, as a knowledge to know everything inside the words of the Quran. But the second one, they say, the ilm for the chain you get from your shaykh to teach you the correct recitation. So when they divide the ulama into two, the tajweed, they say in the theory one is going to be fardu kifaya. Fardu kifaya. Fardu kifaya means if the some people of the ummah 
they make effort to learn it, the others, they don't need to do. That's called Fardu Kifaya, which is when you learn the rules of Tajweed in details, you're not leaving anything. Everything about Tajweed and everything about the Quran inside it, you have to learn. That's called Fardu Kifaya. They don't need the whole Ummah to be like that. Everybody of the Ummah, they don't need to know all the details of Tajweed in the Quran. But when he comes to the second option, which is Ilm al-Riwayah, to recite in the Tajweed, that is going to be Fardu Ayn. And Fardu Ayn means everybody who going to recite the Quran, they must learn it, how to read in the correct way. So you might ask yourself, Sheikh, um, how I'm gonna go to learn while I don't know the theory of the Tajweed? Yeah, you could learn it because by your Sheikh, by your Ma'allim, when you recite to him, he will correct you. He will say, this is Ghunna, don't miss the Ghunna. This is heavy letter, say it heavily. This is mud, don't shorten it. This is waqf, it's not suitable. You learn from your Sheikh like that. Um, so everybody must learn that one. And you know, as a Muslim, all of them will recite the Quran. If you don't recite the Quran as normal days, we recite the Quran inside our salawat. The five salawat, everybody recites Surah Al-Fatiha and another surah in the five salawat. So if you don't correct your recitation, if you don't correct your tajweed, means the Quran you recited in your salawat will be wrong. So in that case, the tajweed is very important. And also when we say the tajweed, to learn how to recite everybody is wajib upon him or her is like, there's no difference between men and women. We can see men always, uh, they are the, the, the imma in the masajid, they are the, the, the scholars. No, even our sisters, yes, they recite in the Quran in the halaqat, and also they recite in the Quran inside the salawat. So they have to learn how to recite. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, in Surah Al-Muzammil, that Surah Al-Muzammil is 73, and ayah number four, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَرَتِّلِ الْقُرْآنَ تَرْتِيلًا وَرَتِّلِ الْقُرْآنَ تَرْتِيلًا Oh Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, recite the Quran with a majid recitation. That means recite the Quran with tajweed. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking to his prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it doesn't mean we're not in it. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks to his prophet, we're in it as a, his ummah. All of us, we have to apply that verse in Surah Al-Muzammir. There's another ayah in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, الَّذِينَ آتَيْنَاهُمُ الْكِتَابَ يَتْلُونَهُ حَقَّ تِلَاوَتِهِ أُولَٰئِكَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِهِ 
allatheena ataynahumul kitaba those we gave the kitab which is the quran yatlunahu haqqa tilawatihi they reciting as should be recited ulaika yu'minuna bihi these people are the those who believe the quran so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us this quran and we have to be looking after it and reciting in the correct manners if i go to the uh, a few examples there's a time of the companion radiyallahu anhum happens the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he knows his companions and he knows the difference between the companions there is a story that one day the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam came out from his house and then abu bakr and umar radiyallahu anhuma they accompanied him and they went with him and then he went to the masjid as you know ikhwa al-bazan the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he used to have a door through his house going to the masjid directly he doesn't need to come out and go the other door but sometimes he does that to see his companions when they walk in outside and give them salam like that now bakr and umar now is accompanying him and they went to the masjid before they entered the masjid rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and abu bakr and umar three of them they had recitation a beautiful recitation nice recitation of quran one of the companion reciting inside the masjid then the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said just wait so when he listened how this companion radiyallahu anhu making itqan the perfection of quran the tajweed the mudud and everything then he said this hadith the prophet said من سره ان يقرا القران غضا كما انزل فليقرا على قراءه ابن ام معبد this another way that's another narration says من احب ان يقرا القران كما انزل فليقرا على قراءه ام ابن ام عبد and he's indicating now rasulullah sallallahu alaihi because when he came to the masjid he saw the companion who was reciting the Quran in the nice way was Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud was reciting in that way. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave his reference. Ajeeb. You know, if our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is giving a reference to someone, imagine how that person will be. And who is witness of that reference? The, the two khalifas, Abu Bakr and Umar, they are witness. They, they narrate in the hadith. So he said, whoever like to recite the Quran as fresh as, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed on me, let him recite the Quran as the, the son of Ummi Abd. Yeah? And the son of Ummi Abd here, Abdullahi Ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu. So don't think Allah said the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he gave this reference as like easily because he had his recitation. And 
Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he used to be with the Prophet all the time. Even some companions, Abu Musa al-Ash'ali, this another story, he said, when I came from Yemen, me and my mother and, 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 and my brother, I think, if I'm not wrong, he said, we saw Abdullah ibn Mas'ud and his mother, they are Al-Bayt. Al-Bayt means the family of Rasulullah That means they used to be with him all the time. And he learned the Quran from Rasulullah As Rasulullah uh, get this Quran from Jibreel alayhi salam by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's another way, there's another hadith is confirming Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, his recitation was mashallah. Another hadith, the hadith I mentioned, that hadith narrated by Ahmad in Musnadihi, inshallah, uh, the, the volume 39, uh, hadith 39, sorry, the volume 1. So if you want to go as a reference, Imam Ahmed, Muslim Imam Ahmed. There's another hadith, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, anhu, he says, the Prophet sallallahu himself said to him, Quran, recite on me the Quran. That means he's asking Rasulullah Abdullah ibn Mas'ud to recite the Quran and Rasulullah sallallahu to listen. Then Abdullah ibn Mas'ud says, Shall I recite the Quran upon you? And the Quran was revealed upon you. How come? You are Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi You know the Quran more than me. But he says the Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi He replied, I like to listen or I like to hear the Quran. Another person other than me. Then Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he says, فَافْتَتَحْتُ سُورَةَ النِّسَاءِ I start سُورَةَ النِّسَاءِ فَلَمَّا بَلَغْتُ When I reached the verse فَكَيْفَ إِذَا جِئْنَا مِنْ كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ بِشَهِيدٍ وَجِئْنَا بِكَ عَلَى هَؤُلَاءِ شَهِيدًا When I read this ayah قَالَ أَمْسِكْ There's another reward says حَسْبُكْ he said, that's enough. Stop. فَالْتَفَتُّ إِلَيْهِ I looked at the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam فَإِذَا عَيْنَاهُ تَذْرِفَانِ His two eyes, yeah, tears on it. He's crying because of the mean of the eye. رواه البخاري This hadith is narrated by Bukhari في صحيحي رحمه الله Yeah. So uh, you see this, the companions, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud especially, he used to be one of the best reciters. That's why Rasulullah told his companions to learn from him and get the Quran from him because he was reciting in the perfect way. Uh, my sisters and brothers in Islam, if, if we want to talk uh, what Tajweed is covering, is in the science of the Quran, the Jewish is covering always and uh, what we call halatul waqf, the conditions of stop, which is the hardest part of the Tajweed. How you stop suitable place, you're not gonna cut the meaning, you're not gonna make your stop like making the meaning very bad. 
and how you're going to start a beautiful place. Let me give you one example quickly about waqf and ibtida. If someone says, Billah, Inna Allaha la yastahi, in Surah Al-Baqarah, when you stop there, you cut in the meaning from the other part of the verse. And when you stop there, the meaning will be qabih, very bad. Because you say in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't shy. Billah. So because the meaning of the ayah, Inna Allaha la yastahi an yadriba mathalan ma ba'udatan fama fawqaha. That's one of the examples of qabih, how you stop in the Quran in wrong place. And also if someone says, Inna Allaha yudkhilu alladhina amanu wa amilu salihati jannat. And then after that you say, that one is not qabih as before, but also that one you change in the meaning, you're going to stop jannat, you say the jannah in the akhara, the heavens is like moving. That's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, jannatin tajiri min tahtihal anhar. The rivers in the jannah is moving, not the jannah. So if you say jannatin tajiri, you stop there, and then min tahtihal anharu, that the meaning is wrong. So I don't want to go too much about details of that, but al-waqf, wal-ibtida is called how to stop and how to start is one of the important things you learn in the tajweed. Also, you learn in the tajweed what we call al-ishmamu wal-imanah, something uh, you don't see usually in riwayat hafs. Something you don't read in riwayat hafs, except for one place, both of them. Imala means when you read the 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 harakah, which is fatha, between fatha and kasara, like fi surah hud, waqala rkabu fiha bismillahi majreha majreha is not raha and is not riha, but is reha. That's one of the examples of imala fi riwayat hafs. Another one is called ishmam. Ishmam means when you use your lips to indicate Dhamma. Fi Surah Yusuf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Qalu ya abana malaka la ta'manna ala Yusuf. When you hold in the noon of manna, ta'manna, you indicate Dhamma. You say ta'manna, you're not going to say Dhamma, just ishmam, you indicate Dhamma. That's one of the things you learn in the Tajweed. Okay? So the Ishmam and the Imala in Riwayat Hafs is not that much. It's one time. But when you're reading, sometimes another Riwayat is also is a valid. Um, what you're going to see in the Tajweed means also Ahkam Al-Mim Wal-Noon Al-Mushaddadatayn. When you see Noon with Mim and Shadda, they have to have Gunna. You're going to learn the Miqtar Harakatayn. Only you stretch two and then the seconds or two beats. Also, you're going to cover in the Tajweed Ahkam Nun Sakin wa Tanween, which is Idhar, Idham, Iqlab, and Ikhfa. Okay, in the Tajweed also, you will learn Ahkam Mim as Sakina, Ikhfa Shafawi, Idhar Shafawi, Idham Mithlain. All these names you will learn inside the Tajweed. Also, inside the Tajweed, you will learn Huruf al Tafkhil 
وحروف الترقيق the heavy letters and the light letters also you learn القلقلة also you learn الإدغام متماثلين المتقاربين all these terms I'm using إخواني if some of you they know تجويد they understand if some of you they never started تجويد it is new to them so inshallah is a term in the أحكامنا تجويد of the Quran you see أحكام المدود مد اللازم مد الواجب المتصل مد الجائز المنفصل مد الصلة مد العوض مد عار للسكون all the مدود okay you learn in the تجويد also مخارج الحروف عن صفات الحروف which is the most important thing you learn the articulation points of the letters each letter where it's coming from when I say أب با is coming from the lips I can see when I say أح the ح is coming from the throat inside the middle okay the صفات the attributes of the letters you see we say this letter is got hands let's say letter تا أَفَلَا يَنْظُرُونَ إِلَى الْإِبْلِ كَيْفَ خُلِقَتْ You see at the end a little bit air that's called hams. Ikhwani and so many rules and the most rule I mentioned in the Tajweed all that thing you learn in the Tajweed to recite the Quran as is revealed to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So our Quran is not like something else when we recite it. If someone says today, for example, goes to the Salah Allahu Akbar and say, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Maliki Yawm al-Din. That's not called recitation. That's called reading. You're not reading a book, the Arabic book. You're not reading a poem. You're not doing a lecture, khutbah. Yes? You're reciting Quran. You have to recite, make effort. We're not talking about here the tune or the voice. This is blessing of Allah. Some people they have mashallah, nice tune. Some people they have okay one. Some people is taban, but it's not about the tune. It's about the rules. You should say Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar Rahman Ar Rahim, Malik Yawm Al Din. Iyaka Nabudu wa Iyaka Nasta'in. Likewise. Also, I would like to share with you, Ikhwa, two things which is very important. And sorry, my daughter. Uh, forgive me about that, inshallah. This is uh, the lockdown. <laughs> All of us, we are at home. Um, um, sorry, what I was... I said, um, I would like to share with you something else, which is uh, another hadith, sorry. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, الذي يقرأ القرآن وهو ماهر به مع السفرة الكرام البررة This is the tajweed. If you want to be with the angels in the higher level, the elevated level, so learn the tajweed. Because the hadith says the Prophet whoever recites the Quran as expert person, mashallah, he's gonna be with the angels. Yes? That's the first part. 
I don't want to mention the second part, but the first part is talking about the tajweed and the rules of tajweed. If your recitation is mashallah mutqin, you are mutqin and you recite in the best way, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed in the Quran, yeah, you're going to be inshallah with the angels. Also, there's another hadith the Prophet said, Iqra'u al-Qur'ana, recite the Quran. فَإِنَّهُ يَأْتِي يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ شَفِيعًا لِأَصْحَابِي The Quran will come the day of judgment asking intercession. Asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant them his jannah. Asking the Quran, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give his companion, the sahib al-Quran, the one who you recite in this dunya, higher level. So that's another hadith. So last thing I will uh, conclude my muhadara uh, is Ikhwani, we need to know the ulama, they're saying the tajweed and the mistakes the people they make in the tajweed is two. Khatta, the hidden one and the clear one. The hidden one is something no one can feel it except those who are like the expert. Those who are knows the Qutajweed, the Mu'allimin, the Muqri'in. These people, they know uh, that mistakes. And the other people, they can't tell. And the other one is called clear mistake. The clear mistake is something the normal people can tell you are mistaking that mistake. If I give you an example of the clear mistakes the people they might make is shortening a vowel, a haraka, into another haraka. Let's say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, the ayn is got alif, to stretch it. And if you say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, because everybody can tell, okay? Everybody can tell. Give me one second. Now, what you need to do. Now, this one. The clear mistake is you recite Al Alamin. Oh, Fatha, you make Kasra. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Kasra, you say Rabbal Alamin. So everyone can feel you make a mistake. And so many examples like that. Yes. Um, the hidden mistake the people they make sometimes is not to observe the mudud in the right way. Let's say I'm reading Madul Wajib al Muttasil. And instead of reading five vowels, I will read three. I will say, إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ وَالْفَتْحِ Not enough. But only who can tell. Those who know the Jewish only. The expert. They can say, oh, this is Mudwaj Muttasil. Why he read three harakas instead of five? You see that? Okay, Maddul Lazim. Six harakat. So I'm reciting four. So that's something the other people they can't tell except those who studied the science of Tajweed exactly. So, inshallah, the conclusion, Ikhwa, 
is the tajweed is so important for those who recite in the Quran to learn how to recite in the perfect way, how to pronounce, how to do the makharij al-huruf, how to give each letter the attribute of that letter is obligatory upon each person. But learning the knowledge of the tajweed from the beginning to the end, learning is fardu kifaya. If some people they study, the other people they cover it. And fardu kifaya always means, ikhwani, as you know, always willing in the fiqh. Fardu kifaya or fardu ayn. Fardu kifaya means if group of the ummah they do, they covered for the others. They don't need to do. But fardu ayn means individual. Okay, if I give you a quickly example for fardu ayn is each of us, we need to pray. No one can pray for your salah. I can't say someone pray for me duhr. No. But when it comes to the janazah, yes, the janazah is the masjid. If 10 people they pray and another 10 they leave, the 10 who prayed is the covering of the, uh, the other 10 who left. But if for the kifaya will come sin, all of us, if you know, study. Or maybe the other way I was giving you an example. If no one is praying on the janazah, all of us, we're going to sin because no one is covering the other people. So fardu kifaya means if part of the ummah they do, the other part they don't need to do. If fardu ayn means everybody must do it. So the Quran, when we recite in individual, we have to know the tajweed. But when we're learning the rule of tajweed, details from the beginning to the end, you don't need to do is some of the people, if they do, the other people, they're not gonna sin, inshallah. Um, I think now the time is finished. It's half an hour, forgive us. Uh, let me see the Q&A. Okay, someone is asking, uh, says, if I stop with the Jannat and then go back to start from Jannat, let's say example for Surah Al-Buruj, good. Good is stop. Then, lahum jannatun tajri min al-anhar is correct. So that one is, that's the answer, inshallah. If you stop jannat, you know the wrong. But if you add jannatun tajri and you stop, that's the wrong. Or if you finish the ayah, then it's not, it's not a problem. Jannatun tajri min al-anhar, that's it. You don't have any problem. But the problem was jannatun tajri. The jannah is not moving. Okay, the second question. Is the Tajweed a theory or is uh, an application more peripheral? Uh, applying the Tajweed, that's the, what we said, Farduain. Each of us must do it. But learning the theory can help you to perfect your Qira'ah. I'm not saying learning the Tajweed is not uh, necessary. Is learning the Tajweed is okay, it's necessary also, but it's not everybody must learn it the theory we're not saying that but the practical everybody must do it but how you can do the practical if you don't know the theory that's the question so you have to learn part of the tajweed like idgham inshallah and then it's going to help you the next question sheikh can you give example for ikhfa of mean 
ساكن اوكي اخفاء في ميم ساكن اوكي في صوره الفيل ترميهم بحجاره ترميهم اندن وذ ميم ساكن البحجاره ستارتن وذ باء از كولد اخفاء الشفوي I think that's enough. How do you how do you remember to apply the rules and to know them well? Okay, that one, inshallah. There is a blend of blend of we have here now in institutes and blend of colleges, as our college Medina College, and we have a department of Quran, which is I am head of that department. So if you come. You will learn the Quran and you learn the Tajweed, inshallah. And so many ministries are there in London, inshallah. We don't need to mention it, but you know it, inshallah. So that's the way you can learn the rules. Or to have a sheikh in your area, in your masjid, although now there's no masjid, you know. But inshallah, we hope Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take away this um, virus and then the masjid will be open. So try to... Speak to the Imam to teach you the rules of TG if you got knowledge of that. Or, inshallah, join us in Medina College, Barakallahu Fikr. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This sister says, What is the best way to improve in the reading when reciting if someone is struggling with frequently? Okay, I'll give you a good example. If you want to be fit, your body, you go to the gym, isn't it? When you go to the gym first day and first, uh, second day, first, let's say first week, you're gonna be, you're gonna feel tired and your muscles will hurt, all that thing. After a while, if you keep continue doing it, you're gonna be fit and you're gonna be mashallah sah. And the Quran is like that. The more you recite, the more you recite, the more your tongue will learn. Easy answer, another answer. Surah Al-Fatiha. Why is easy? <coughs> why Surah Al-Fatiha is easy? Because we recite a lot of times, at least 17 times in the salawat al-fard, the obligatory salawat, we recite 17 times. If you pray sunnah, it's going to be a kiss. So that's why Fatiha is easy. So don't give up. Recite and recite and recite, but you have to have ma'alim, inshallah. If you recite by yourself, you don't know your mistakes. Okay, next question. Ustad, do you have an PDF file with Tajweed rules? Uh, a course, okay. Um, there's so many PDFs in the in the internet, Sheikh. There's no another specific one I have it, but inshallah, and speak to the admin of the Medina College, inshallah, they will help you with that, inshallah. Definitely, definitely we have and uh, Tajweed PDF, but and if you check from the uh, Google, you will find inshallah. Barakallahu feekum. What are the best online? places to learn to do it for the beginners. And that one already answered, I think. Although now we don't have, I think, online and in Medina College lessons, but inshallah, we're going to start online lessons, and then you can join us, inshallah, Medina College. Barakallah uh, Next one, do we have to know Arabic grammar to be able to learn to do it? Um, I'm going to say yes and no. 
The Arabic language, if you learn, is going to help you in general to understand the Quran to enjoy. But and if you don't know Arabic, even there is translation in English, so you can learn while you don't know Arabic. But the Arabic will help you to understand more and to make you walk the stop and the starting to understand more, inshallah. Next question. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah alaikum Sheikh, how does one make his head strong? Jazakallah khairan for the lecture. Jazakum. As I said earlier, repeating and repeating and repeating is going to make you have this strong. Even if I give the example of myself, I am Hafid Alhamdulillah by the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and my parents. But if I'm Hafid now, still I have to recite, I have to have portion of Quran each day. If I leave the Quran like that, I'm saying I'm Hafid, khalas, I'm going to forget the Quran. So reading the Quran and having time with the Quran, especially for this time, is the best way to make you have strong. Next one. Do you know any online Quran courses? Because, okay, khalas, that one we answered. Uh, this person by lives in America, okay. And I live in America and in my area, we don't have any Quran teachers. I, I was gonna say, inshallah, and Speak to the admin, inshallah, Medina College. Definitely, we're going to have online lessons soon, inshallah. And then even if you're in America, you can join us, inshallah. Barakallah fikum. Next question. How to pronounce Baad? Okay. Baad. Baad is coming from the side of the tongue. Each letter, if you want to pronounce correctly, gives a cool. Ab. Ab. Baad. 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 That's the way. But remember, always you have to have a muallim who qualified to teach you, inshallah. When I say qualified, means a muallim who got ijazah. Ijazah means a permission from his sheikh saying this person, his Quran from Surah Al-Fatiha to Nas, I listened from him and I am given permission to teach the others. That's called ijazah. And the chain means the sheikh, he will give him a like, certificate he says, I listen to the Quran from him as a sheikh, and my sheikh listens from me up to the, the companion to the Prophet Sallallahu like that. Inshallah, so the harf of I told you now, like that's not enough. You might say it wrongly, but you have to have a sheikh. Barakallah fikum. Next question. Uh, do the clear and the hidden mistakes in the tajweed both have the same level of the same effect? No. Uh, they're not going to have same uh, effect. If I make the letter Al-Alamina, I say Al-Alamina, I'm changing the meaning. And instead of Rabbil Alamina, I said Rabbal Alamina, is wrong. So that's why don't learn the Quran by yourself. Learn with your Sheikh. Learn with your teacher, inshallah. Then you can correct yourself. The hidden, uh, the, 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 the hidden one, which is like the mudud, how you get length, uh, the mufakham letters, how you make this heavy or light. I hope that one is not gonna be like big sin, inshallah. But if you read uh, intentionally, and you know this is heavy, but you don't care, that's gonna be sin. But you didn't read intentionally, you recite it, and you're doing your best, and you made that mistake, inshallah, there's no sin, wallah, Allah, wa'alam.
Okay. Can you go over correct recitation of common mistakes of Al Fatiha, please, I don't think so. We have time, inshallah. <laughs> and, and mistakes of Fatiha is uh, it depends on the person. Some people they might read Al Alamina, Al Alamina, instead of Ayn, they read Al Rahman, Al Rahim, they read Al Rahman, Al Rahim. If the person tries their best and they can't say Ayn, they say Ayn. And if they try their best, they can't say ha, they say ha. Allah says, la yukallifu Allahu nafsan illa wus'aha. But you try your best and try to correct yourself and leave it the rest with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But now we don't have time to recite Surah Al-Fatiha. It's going to take time. Mashallah, maybe another, another lecture, inshallah. Yeah? Okay. Uh, is your salah... In the invalid if you make mistake in Tajweed recitation. Ulama they saying if you make mistake in Surah Al-Fatiha, your salah will be invalid because Surah Al-Fatiha is Ruknun min Arkani Salah is a pillar of the Salah. So if that pillar is gone, your salah will be gone. So you have to learn your Fatiha with someone who knows the Fatiha better than you, inshallah. The, the other ones. I don't mean don't care about the other surahs. Even the other surahs care about it. But the Fatiha is the most important. If you make mistake, the ulama they said your salah will be invalid. Allahu alam. Okay, that's mean if I don't know Tajweed, wasn't learned, is not allowed to read the Quran. I don't understand this question. I think means if you don't know Tajweed, and you didn't tell him Tajweed, it's not allowed. Uh, no, 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 no. We're not saying you're not allowed, if you mean uh, allowed this many times. You can recite the Quran, but the Quran you recite, and how do you know if it's correct or wrong? So in these days, we don't have any excuse, Ikhwani, Wallahi Billah, to be honest with you. The ilm is there everywhere. So seek knowledge. You know, the people before us, like Bukhari and Muslim, they used to travel from, let's say, London here to Manchester, yeah, Manchester, far away, or maybe another country to learn one hadith. So today, you don't have excuse, Akhwani. All the masajid, they have imma, all the initiatives are there. I think in London now we have more than four or five, if I'm not wrong. If you live outside London also, you can contact them. Try your best to seek the knowledge and learn and correct you to Quran, inshallah. Next one. Say so sometimes I start correcting my tajweed in salah. Is that okay? How do you know if you correct yourself in the right way? Uh, you can't tell. That's why the ulama they saying your Quran, you must have it for a teacher. That's who qualified, as I said earlier. If you don't have a teacher who's listening from you, the Quran you learned by yourself, you don't know if it's correct or not. And sometimes, as a teacher, I have experience. My student comes to me, and they're going to say, Sheikh, today, Wallah, mashallah, I'm perfect. And then how many mistakes are you going to make after that? Subhanallah. You see that? So when you recite it to yourself, mashallah, no mistakes, you feel. But when you come to the sheikh, he will correct you. 
and he will find a mistake. You never felt it. So you can't tell me if I correct myself. I don't know the way you correct yourself. If you mean someone else will correct me, that time is different. But if you correct yourself, I don't know how you correct yourself. <coughs> and often, don't get me wrong, inshallah. Eh? So you can correct yourself. Maybe you correct yourself sometimes, of course. If you read a wrong vowel from the kitab, that correct, yes. But sometimes you need to have a teacher, someone to correct you. Definitely, no one can learn Quran by themselves. Put that qaida in your note, inshallah. Take that formula from me. No one can learn the Quran by themselves. I'll get the mushaf. I know the qaida, the tajweed I learned from the online. I listen to Sheikh Fulan, Sheikh Fulan. I know Idhar Idram and I can learn, mashallah, that's it. No, no way. You have to have someone who qualified to listen for me and correct me to do. I don't want to go too much, inshallah. Um, it's 45, but I'll give you two minutes more, inshallah, to uh, answer that three, four questions. Sheikh, what is the difference between Izhar and Idram for Harf Lam? Okay, Harf Lam is Idram letters and also is Idram Begheir Gunna. Yeah, if you read for Surah Al Easy example for Surah Al Ma'un. فَوَيْلٌ لِلْمُصَلِّينَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ عَنْ صَلَاتِهِمْ سَاهُونَ فَوَيْلٌ is got the matain, lam, and another lam is following, so you merge the two lam. فَوَيْلٌ لِلْمُصَلِّينَ الَّذِينَ And the reason I'm joining to next ayah, because of the mean, ikhwan. Don't get me wrong, inshallah. Next question, can you explain? تَرْقِيق and تَفْتِيب. Okay. جزاكالله وياك. تَفْتِيب and تَرْقِيق to make easy quickly. Tafkhim means heavy letter or full mouth. When I'm reading letter ra with fatha, I'm saying ra, ra, ra. You see? Qa, sa, ba, ta. Heavy letter, full mouth. Empty mouth, if I'm reading ra with kasra, ri. If I'm reading sin, si or sa. If I'm reading zay, Za, I'm not saying za, see? Za, if I say it wrong, it's za, light. So that's the between mufakham and muraqab, inshallah. Last question. Sheikh, I have started my hibs journey. Not that long, and then, but I'm struggling with it. I have done two juz now, but my hibs is becoming poor. Do you have any tips? How many times I have to recite? Okay, and second question. You've done, uh, you study in the Quran and you finish two juice, then you stop, and now even the two juice you forget them. Okay, give yourself that, Akhi, Ukhti, whoever it is, sorry. And let's say two juice from bottom, if it's from bottom, it's just Tabarak and just Amma. And if it's from top, it's just the first juice, say Akul, second juice, Tilka Rusul. So give, you know yourself, and the time you have, recite a portion each day. To memorize and to test yourself, and then go to the next portion like that, inshallah. So, reciting more and more and more and having routine for reciting Ikhwani, that's the best thing to make it strong of of each. The Quran, even if someone learns the Qira'at, the poem of Shatibiyya, the poem of Shah, the poem of Al Jazeera, if you memorize 
and you live like that, you're going to forget. You have to revise each day, inshallah. Barakallahu feekum. Jazakumullahu khairan wa ahsanallahu ilaykum. Whatever I said is correct from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whatever mistake I made is from my soul and shaitan. And also, and I apologize for my uh, little <laughs> princess. Yeah. So she, we, we are at home now. So sometimes we can keep the kids. Jazakumullahu khairan. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa